Welcome to Mystery House Sires and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast. And we are talking about the OC. Aaron, I have a question for you. Yes? On your DVD that you watched... Did you watched, have a public service announcement? I did have a public service announcement, Aaron. Uh, Was it Taylor Townstead <laughs> talking it, about... Yes, so <laughs> if you are watching this episode of the OC on a DVD, you know those old things... Um, you will, when you start this particular episode, be forced into a public service announcement from Taylor Townsend about the seriousness of teen pregnancy. Explaining to us that we can't all graduate high school and get well-paying jobs at hotels. I'm not entirely sure what, I mean, it... <laughs> Did they get backlash about the Teresa storyline? I mean, maybe, but like... Wait, out of all the things they show on this TV show, they were like, "Uh oh!" Did they get backlash because they showed teens getting pregnant and then succeeding? That's how it reads. That is really how it reads. And let me say, yes, there it is a very serious thing. And did did they think that they that they did this storyline and like, oh well, now teens are going to get pregnant because they're going to think everything worked out? I'm like, I mean. The TV, a, <laughs> it does work out, but the TV show makes it very clear that like Eddie is not involved in this baby's life. Yeah, it's it, I don't I don't n- know. I'll tell you the big thing about this though. This uh, uh this whole thing. Did you know that you cannot pause it, nor skip it, nor get escape from it? I was hitting every single button on my remote. It would not shift, nor change, nor bend, nor break. Oh, I didn't try. I was just like, what well, is I was happening? Confu- oh, I wanted to, like, because my volume was pretty low, I want to try to skip back to see, like, is this a really weird last time like, on? previously on? But then I'm like, no, this is just its own file. It's a minute and, like, 26 seconds, a file that plays before you play the episode. If you start at... Because I, I always start by going, selecting the episode and going, selecting the scene. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. So it just automatically starts. You cannot escape it. <laughs> it will play all the way through. I think the only way to stop it would be to turn off the... But the, then your DVD will just restart just, from the spot where you left it. <laughs> just do it again. It's... <laughs> the fact you cannot forward or, or or reverse. You can't have... It takes away the control from you. That is fascinating. <laughs> So that's what that's that is the the true beginning of this episode is warning us that hey, I know that we seem to treat teen pregnancy seriously, but did you know that it's more serious? It's more serious than you could imagine. Of all the things the show has done with teen pregnancy, treating the actual thing that happened as serious, and like the show, you, Teresa does have like some pretty serious repercussions. Like her life is pretty hard for a while. And she, she acknowledges works, she, that she's very, very lucky, and she worked really, really hard. Yeah, she got because she worked really, really hard. So I don't, I don't know why. I don't know if there was backlash against that specifically. So they decided to be like, oh yes, let's do a little bit of a oh, just in case you were confused. Just so you're confused, we don't like teen pregnancy. <laughs> However, teens getting drunk, teens hanging out with Voychuk, that's fine. My favorite thing is when um when Taylor Townsend says uh and very few um, fathers marry the. The what and they showed Ryan, Ryan. <laughs> like, I mean, he you know he would have. It wasn't even his kid, and he would have done it. So, do you think that it's actually Ryan's child? And Teresa's double lying, doubling down. I cannot believe the show would do that to us. She's like, I did a paternity test. Don't worry, Ryan, not yours. I know it's yours. <laughs> no, I, I I have to believe this show is better than that. I hope so. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But let's get into this episode, because once you get through that, you get the actual episode. 
And that is The O.C. Season 3, Episode 23, The Party Favor. The Party Favor. This episode starts weirdly. Yeah. The boys are on the pier. Yeah. They're talking about uh, what will be the crux of this episode. Prom. Senior prom. It's Ooh. kind of important. Seth would like to ask Summer, but every time he comes near her, she blows her rape whistle, <laughs> which is hilarious, and I believe it. And also, he does it by showing off what I, what I imagine is a recorder, which I think is even funnier. <laughs> I she, bet she has she a blo- recorder. <laughs> she blows her rape recorder. <laughs> hot cross bun, hot cross buns. One a penny to a penny, hot cross buns. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they're going to get tacos, which yeah. I love. And one thing I didn't notice, didn't realize there, but Seth is actually very into certain high school traditions. Because mm-hmm. when Ryan's like, well, maybe we just don't go to prom, he goes, no. That's impossible. This S- is senior prom. Just stay home and play video games? What kind of Seth would I be? <laughs> Ryan, I found a solution for you. You know how you've been sort of talking to Teresa recently, who used to be your best friend? Ask her. <laughs> best friend and girlfriend and... And all sorts of things. And you and you lived with her for a summer as you worked at a construction site? Ask her. That seems like a nice kismet. <laughs> uh, Ryan is like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I'll, I'll broach it with her. Uh, and thank you, Seth, for not bringing up the fact that <laughs> maybe me and Marisa. Mar- Marisa. <laughs> Marisa. Oh, that's the fusion between Marissa and Teresa. <gasps> oh, uh. <laughs> the perfect character. Fun, but stable. <laughs> Uh, you assumed to take all the the best parts. I guess that is Marisa. Um, Teresa, though, <laughs> Teresa is Teresa's a mess. <laughs> uh, but you know, of course, he was going to bring her. They have by this point proven that that is super freaking weird. So they're never going to hang out. Well, they will hang out, but in small amounts. Yeah. But maybe Marissa will bring Volchuk. You know, the surf Nazi. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure uh, sure everyone will like that. And then they look slightly to their right. <laughs> for Volchuk. Has been summoned by them mentioning his name. And he's busy making out with a girl with tattoos. He's aggressively making out with her. He's with that tattooed girl. <laughs> I'm like, what? Volchuk? A bad guy? No. Never. What? No. What? Really? No. There's no way this could be happening. No, I was watching. I was like, they broke up. Does no one know that? And then I remembered that at the end of the last episode, Marissa laid down in his bed. So I assume because I think the the only breakup they had was what Summer knew. <laughs> and then I guess somehow that information has progressed. This doesn't mean like this is a few days later. Yeah, but Summer's not talking to these guys. So anyway, yeah. Ryan's like, oh, naturally, Marissa and Wojciech broke up. Meh. <laughs> All right, now we get into a, a kind of a weird uh, weird scene where you have three scenes going at the same time, and the basic idea of all of them... Is prom invitations. Yeah, it's people asking other people out to prom. So let's do this with the one that, I guess, starts first. The one that starts first. Seth had a plan. It was an okay plan. He invited Summer to go to the diner to meet the brown guy. Yeah, he... I, oh, I mean, he had to have masqueraded as the brown guy. I assume he sent her, like, a faux email. <laughs> yeah, it's the only thing I can imagine. It's I, I don't know why she thinks that she'd be meeting with a brown guy again. But she goes there, she's all excited, and then she sees Seth, and she's like, I have to meet someone. And Seth's like, ha-ha, it my was, ruse worked. It was me. 
Now, the second step of his plan, I am a little bit more uh, iffy on, because he had ordered her pancakes, uh, and the pancakes arrive, and they just say, Prom? So the thing with Seth is Seth has been trying to tell Summer the truth, but only the part of the truth where he's not dating Anna, not the part of the truth where he didn't get into Brown. Well, he also didn't even try to broach that part with her before asking her to prom. Well, that's what he kept telling her, and she kept blowing the rape whistle in his face. He was like, Summer, I'm not dating Anna. Hot crust buns. Well, yeah, but to, Hot crust buns. But to invite her under false pretenses and not be like, look, we should have a serious talk about our relationship, but instead just go right to prom <laughs> pancakes summer does like sweeping declarations so i can see how he would think it would work unfortunately summer reveals that she saw him hugging anna at the airport oh no and then she reveals to him that if they were stranded on a desert island together she would eat him and then feed his bones to the sharks and now she's leaving <laughs> well who else is asking someone to prom Aaron? Well, Ryan and Teresa are having some adorable banter. He has never been so happy. They are bantering about what their first kiss was, which it turns out was when they were five, not when they were actually dating as preteens. They've known each other for a very, very long time. And Ryan's like, look, my life is complicated, but you're cool. Please come to prom with me tomorrow. Teresa does a little bit of like hemming and hawing with, oh, there's a guy that I'm working with and, you know kind of feeling a thing for him but you know what my mom loves babysitting and also we've been friends for forever we just established that so yes do you know who else is getting us out to prom voychuk yeah okay so marissa takes a moment here to be like hey voychuk how would you feel about going to prom and he's like we don't see what happens but it comes back to marissa being like you hate prom? And of course, Volchuk hates prom. And she's like, what? Did someone murder your mother at a prom? <laughs> but then he gets this weird, like, like sullen. It's, wistful look it's, on his face. Like, if if all of a sudden some sort of stringed instrument came in and he was just like, oh, well, you don't understand, Marissa. I never made it that far in school. I got kicked out well before prom. And I'm like... Yeah. That's your own <laughs> fault, dude. Well, like, no, with Volchuk, I definitely say it's definitely his own fault. And, yeah. And. No yeah, kidding. What, well, he seems oddly ashamed about it, despite everything we know of Voychuk. Have we established <laughs> how old he is? Oh, we have not, because, <laughs> because Marissa <laughs> does seem to um, be like, well, you know, maybe a second try, <laughs> like that. Like, maybe he's just weirded out by going to prom because he's clearly 21. <laughs> But how? Because Johnny was his rival and best friend from no, childhood. I brought that up. That makes it even funnier. <laughs> that that, that Voychuk, a grown man's rival. And best friend. Was a 16-year-old. And he was like, oh, screw that kid. But man, do I respect him. My mom always says, why can't you be like this 16-year-old? <laughs> mom always says, why can't you? When his name was like, he's 16. It's like, hey, why can't you be like that 10-year-old kid? <laughs> Why can't you be like that boy, teenager? Anyway, this boy man agrees to go to prom with Marissa. <laughs> yeah, somehow. Somehow. So we, we do uh, end up a little bit with uh, Seth, a little bit more with him. He's going to call the number one advice giver he has in his life, Anna. And turns out this entire plan was Anna's plan. She asks if Summer liked it. Summer did not. Anna's like, oh no, this is all my fault. You know what? You gotta tell her the truth about Brown. And Seth says, no. No, I won't. I suppose I will never tell her that. Anna, I cannot. 
for, as we saw in the previous Leons, I once gave her a napkin with all of my wrongdoings on it. And she has that napkin. And I said, if I ever lie again, you can give my parents that napkin. This seems like a very spe- – he has a very, like, almost genie-like idea of that of that rule. Like, it's only if I lie, if I do other things that are wrong, <laughs> it's fine, but only if I lie. So I already lied, so now I have to double down on the lie. What is, what is his what is his thought that this would go? Is that he'd be like, no, I dropped out of Brown to instead go to <laughs> this other school, other school of design on I'm... Providence, Rhode Island. <laughs> it's totally what happened. Like, I don't, I cannot grasp into Seth's head why he is unwilling to t- to be like, I need to tell her that I'm not dating Anna, but nothing else <laughs> about the actual reason why we broke up. The actual thing that caused all this. Yeah, I can't fix it like a human would. Even if it was like, hey, I'm not dating Anna, then someone would, st- would still be like, okay, but you still <laughs> still broke up with me before Brown. Yeah, why are you still skulking around? <laughs> no, I didn't break up with you before Brown. I'm going to a different school. <laughs> like, it, In the it same is, place. It is such a terribly thought through <laughs> plan i'm not surprised about seth i am surprised about anna that she keeps deciding to go along with it and she doesn't just like slap him (laughs) i mean i guess she can't because she's on the phone all right let's check in on the parents sandy is reading a file for work yeah he's getting ready for work but he'll be home for dinner and he's all excited because it's prom this weekend. And he was like, hey, you and Julie want to take prom pictures. Prom pictures? We're going to take prom pictures. Yeah. And Kirsten's like, none of the boys are going to prom. They all broke up with their girlfriends. <laughs> I mean, we should convince him to like, go to prom, though. I mean, come on. It's prom. Prom. And then she's like, that's cool that you're excited about prom. When are we going to talk about us? And he's like, hmm, yeah, I sure liked it when you <laughs> yelled at, you know, dressed me down in front of a dinner. And she says, at least I got you to listen. You never talked to him before. Yeah, Kirsten, you have decidedly, this TV show has never shown us you trying in a reasonable, non-snarky way to express the way you feel about things. Yeah, you've... And then she's... She takes a moment to be like, Sandy, last night... And clearly she's going to tell him that she, you know, she, had, she chugged that Chardonnay. But instead, she cannot, which is reasonable and I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's... That's fine. Anyway, Sandy does not want to talk about their marital problems. He would like to give the boys a nice, fun weekend. Yeah. And then they can talk about how their marriage is imploding afterwards. Yeah. 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 Well, well, the boys do not have dates. It's not a problem for other people. Taylor Townstead has a date. But yeah. not only does she have a date, she got Summer a date. <laughs> you see, because Taylor's going out with... Oh, I did not write his name down. Siang Ho. Siang Ho. She's going out with Siang Ho, uh, the... the guy from the Korean restaurant who also, I think... Goes to their school. Or goes to a school, because he's going to college next year. Yes, he was at the bonfire party. Yes. Um, but his cousin, I want to say, yeah. his cousin is a K-pop singer. A K-pop singer that we will call Big Korea, because <laughs> I... That's the only name I... That is his name. Like, that's his K-pop name. They do... They, yeah, they do... They do just refer to him as Big Korea. Um... During the scene, we also find out that Taylor is organizing the after party at the bait shop, and she needs $50 from Summer. Yeah, that'll become a thing. A little yeah, bit of a, a thing. a little bit of a thing. Yeah. But really, she is very excited. About this, about this K-pop singer slash model. Summer's gonna love him. <laughs> well, she, well, she needs to, like, 
essentially show off to Seth that she's, you know, moving, moving on. on. So moving on with a K-pop star slash model, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, uh, two people who aren't uh, trying to systematically destroy each other. Ryan and Marissa catch up in the way that Seth and Mar- Seth and Ryan often catch up in an episode. They talk about their prom dates. Ryan does not love that Marissa is going to prom with Voilchuk. He thinks about that makeout, but he, he doesn't say anything. Well, I think he's like, I don't want to get involved. I don't want to get involved. It's not my problem. I don't want to get involved. I always get involved and then I get punched. Wojciech's always baiting me to punch him. Wojciech really wants me to punch him. Uh, Wojciech wants to go to prom with me. <laughs> can't talk about this. Can't talk about this. She can't know that Wojciech wants to go to prom with me. <laughs> Good break her heart. After school that day, Seth is on the phone and he apologizes for following Summer into the women's washroom. <laughs> I'm imagining exactly what happened is that he's talking to Summer and doesn't realize and he's all of a sudden standing in the middle of the women's washroom like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so he's leaving her this voicemail and then the doorbell rings and he opens it and he has to go. And boom. Anna. Anna. Anna has flown back. I will say... I didn't see this coming because I'm dumb. I kind of thought she was done, honestly. And I was like, really? They paid Summer, uh, or what is her name? It's not Summer. Uh, uh, Samara Armstrong. Armstrong. I was like, they paid Samara Armstrong to do that phone conversation? That's weird. (laughs) Yeah, no, as soon as she was on the other end of the phone conversation, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, she's she's popping up. She's she's back in the episode again. But we don't get to see the follow through on that yet. First, Ryan goes and bangs on Voilchuk's door. (laughs) He's uh, like, hey, don't make out with tattooed girls. You better not wreck things for Marissa. And then, then Voychuk, w- once again, here's goes back to the original idea of Voychuk. And I guess people could be like, hey, no, he's a complex character. And I'm like, maybe? Because it really seems like in this specific scene and every scene he has with Ryan, this is all going back to his turnabout as fair play. Thing. Yes, it da- is. Why would, why would I cheat on Marissa? She's hot, Ryan. Ryan. Remember when you dated her? Now I date her. Like, (laughs) okay, is this about that? Because literally every single scene Ryan has with Wojciech, it seems like that is his motivation in that scene, is to make Ryan jealous about how he's dating Marissa. Which Ryan could not care less about from a jealousy (laughs) standpoint, but does care a lot about from caring for Marissa's emotional well-being standpoint. And... Fortunately for Ryan, not fortunately for anyone else in existence, Marissa is there. Marissa now calls him Kevin. Yeah. Which I like and also (laughs) weirds me out. I mean, it is is better that if they are dating, she's not constantly by his last name. But it just weirds me out. I guess Summer calls Seth Cohen. Cohen all the time. All the time. (laughs) (sighs) Anyway, she's there and Ryan's like, oh, hello, I have come. To invite you to photos there, tomorrow. There are prom photos going on. Wait. Oh, no. Now I'm confused. What? Is prom tonight? No. But when he asked Teresa to go to prom, he said prom is tomorrow. I so think, was he hanging out with Teresa before school? I think he was. I think all that happened before school. Wow. Marissa, Marissa with Wojciech, Seth with... Um, a summer and maybe they have like a half Teresa. day it's senior year like yeah. maybe they only have school in the afternoon well they're all already in the the fact that any of them are going to school anymore at all is insane because except for taylor because she loves school yeah because they're fully 100 percent in their colleges true <laughs> like marissa especially marissa doesn't even know if she wants to go to her college anymore 
And so she really doesn't have to go to school. I just, sorry, just a very quick flashback to the last time on. The last time on of this episode did a better job of explaining Marissa's, um, thought process in that entire episode, which is when Summer says, was Berkeley amazing? And Marissa says a line that I can't, that I do not believe was in last episode, which is, uh, could be if I was ready for it. I'm like, yeah, there you go. Instead, you spend so much time showing us her being happy. And <laughs> Loving it. Yeah. Yeah. I, she, I do remember her saying that line, but it works better in a vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird that that made it better. <laughs> so, um, Anna is chatting with Ryan. She thinks he looks very grown up. Can we also once again point out that Ryan is such, has such a better job of having friendships with people? Because he's, so, he's very excited to see Anna. Yeah, genuinely excited. Yeah, even though he has very little... Like, actual... I mean, I mean, like, she was part of the group for a little bit. Yeah, for, like, a year almost. Yeah, yeah. So here, a weird thing happens. He says to her, so are you staying with your parents when you're in town? Which I do remember that she moved to stay with her aunt and uncle in Portland. Yeah. And then she says, no, with my aunt and uncle. They switched houses. Quirky family, I guess. I think that's just a funny joke. I was trying to figure out if it was, like, a reference to a TV show that she's on. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I was like... I, I cannot... There's, there I are, wrote it down because it weirded me out so much. I, I wrote down another thing that weirded me out so much that we'll, that we'll get to. <laughs> that I, that I also feel like, is this a reference to something? I may have also written it down. We'll see. Well, uh, Seth comes in as well because Anna has her own plan now. It's a multi-phase plan. Phase one! Talk to Summer. She will talk to Summer. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good phase. And her plan is to also tell Summer that they weren't dating. But she will not reveal Seth's secret. Does it seem weird to you that Seth is so nervous about that? Like, he's so like, oh, man, that was the plan? Maybe he's <laughs> nervous that Summer is going to rage blackout onto Anna. Anna is much smaller than Seth. Seems like he's probably he's probably more nervous that Anna will just tell her the... The brown thing? Yeah, because that is the best way to resolve the situation. Well, if plan one doesn't work, phase two is that Anna and Seth will go to prom together. She brought a dress. <laughs> Anna's really playing some, like, long, long, long play, like, Batman gambit here. <laughs> yeah. Where she's like, I'm assuming everything will go exactly the way that I want. Every step I've envisioned, if one thing goes differently, it's a disaster. <laughs> but it will all happen the way that I imagine it, for I am Anlock Holmes. <laughs> Well, if only she knew Ryan's secret identity. They could work together. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think they're both lone wolves. Oh, true. Yeah. True. Mm. Meanwhile, Summer and Marissa are getting ready for prom. So this is like, well, Marissa's like messing around with her dress, but this yeah. is like very close to prom time. Yeah. And they're listening to some K-pop, yeah. which they like. Yeah. It's, it's very K-pop. Uh, Summer doesn't know if Big Korea is handsome because... He's wearing, like, a space helmet. Yeah, and I assume she just went on to Jeeves. <laughs> Ask Geo Jeeves. Cities. Geo Cities. and searched up Big Korea and got no hits. <laughs> she was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Summer pulls out the confession napkin and she's like, haha, I'm gonna get it, Seth. And Marissa's like, far be it for me to be the voice of reason, but... No? <laughs> that seems like that's a really hardcore reaction. <laughs> so to... maybe you uh, don't? Yeah. Unfortunately, someone's at the door to their bedroom. <laughs> because if there's one thing we know about Summer's house is that you cannot stop anyone from getting in. Anyone can just walk in at any time, I which think... is why it was astonishing when Neil asked for his key back. 
<laughs> because you could just walk into that house. Yeah, you don't need a key. Yeah. I, 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 maybe some of the, the quote-unquote help let her in, but... I mean, Anna probably seemed very normal and down-to-earth, and they were like, a nice girl, get in here. I just imagine this place is way too many egress points, yeah. <laughs> or ingress points. She just walked around back to the pool. <laughs> she did what she always does at the Cohen house, yeah. which is walk around to the back and go inside. <laughs> and everyone's like, ah, she doesn't much belong here. So Marissa is like, haha, I'm out of here. She abandons Summer immediately. Yeah. Anna just tells Summer the same thing Seth has been saying. Yeah, and it's... It doesn't seem to be working. She she has to very much avoid <laughs> any talk. She's like, "Oh, we were just celebrating." Celebrating what? And like that. I the fact that she couldn't her lie couldn't be that I saw him again. And she's like, "The future." <laughs> yeah, it's, she's like, "We're celebrating the future." She could have just said, "Well, I hadn't seen him in." Years, So it seemed like a nice thing to hug him to say goodbye. It seemed like a fine thing to hug him. Uh, f- a good friend of mine who I had not seen in a long time, but... All right. Sure. But as she goes, no, we were celebrating the future. And this conversation, so in... Enra- oh, and then she asks Summer for permission to take Seth to prom. Yeah. This conversation so enrages Summer that she puts that confession napkin into an envelope. Dun, dun, dun. So this is prom day. So Seth, it was is, it was prom day earlier yeah. as well. Seth is wearing using a weird foot massager. That's his prep. No, that's not that. That's a that's a that's a shoe buffer. Oh, he's buffing his shoes, Aaron. <laughs> I thought he was massaging his feet, and I was like, in uh. his shoes. Yes. <laughs> Man, these ri- these rich people are wild. <laughs> no, it's it's like a um. He essentially have slid his feet into like slots, almost on like on like some weird. Uh, like it looks four, like a Swiffer. It, it, it looks like a Swiffer, and you press the button, and it spins, and it just buffs the shoes, I guess. Uh. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> you and Ryan talk about the plan. Ryan's like, this is a dumb plan. And so it's like, I don't know, dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, Anna comes in, and everyone gets her there for prom photos. Time for a montage, where Summer and Marissa look at a picture from season one and are melancholy but excited. <laughs> Wojciech tries to learn how to tie a tie. He cannot, so he drinks beer and decides he's going to be cool tonight. Big Korea is very K-pop. There is a lot of bowing. <laughs> Awkward bowing from Summer. Yep. Uh, Teresa arrives and gets a corsage. Ooh. Ooh. Sandy is so happy. Sandy loves this. <laughs> yep. And everybody arrives at the at the Cohen house. The... Um, Big big Korea and the family. People are introducing people to each other. People are, are always bowing to the Koreans repeatedly. Taylor bops up to uh, Ryan and is like, I am so happy that you and Seth found dates. Now give me $50 each. <laughs> Sandy pays for Sandy that. Pays for it. And Voychuk notices that she has a wad in her wallet or purse. He marks that purse. Yeah, that's very obvious. I want to take a moment here to say that um, at one point, Seth looks at the Koreans and says, he's the guy from from Full Metal Alchemist. I'm like, which one? They're all German. <laughs> but does one of them have that haircut or wear a blue suit? No. <laughs> Maybe Roy Mustang. Maybe he's referring to Roy Mustang. But but they're all, the thing with Full Metal Alchemist is they're all very Germanic. <laughs> Maybe it's just the long hair. I think it's mostly that the um, the creators of the show were like make a reference to a to make a reference to a japanese anime for this korean boy we don't know a lot of anime let's try 
<laughs> man, not not even the same country. So very obviously, Sandy's like, girls, put down your purses and your wraps. Let's go outside for pictures. And Boychuk is like, I have to pee. Where is the bathroom? So let's just get a few quick moments here because it's mostly just a montage. Uh, Summer drops the letter off on, I guess, Sandy's desk. Uh-huh. In some office of some sort. <laughs> this one, It's been three seasons. This house continues to amaze us. We still don't know the layout of the house. How many bedrooms are there? We don't know. There's photos. Everyone gets photos taken together. They're so, really cute. Some of them are really cute. Marissa is noticeably alone. They did not wait. No one waited for Voychuk. And then at the <laughs> end, Sandy's like, we need... Oh, there's selfies being taken. Anyway, Sandy's like, we need a picture with everyone. And only then is Marissa no, like... They take the photo. <laughs> and then Marissa goes, where's Kevin? Kevin's still in the bathroom. Can you go get him so we can have a picture actually with everyone and and this begins a trend of ryan, ryan to look for him. <laughs> why is ryan always the one that has to go look for voychuk i mean that's a, that's a bad scene if there's one person voychuk loves more than marissa it's ryan it's ryan why not send seth after him or taylor she'd annoy him right to where he needs to be well what is uh kevin voychuk doing he is not in the bathroom he is hanging out in the office that also has a bar and all i can imagine is that for the past how long do you want to say like 30 minutes probably all that those was photos? a lot of photos yeah for the past 30 minutes he's been staring at, at taylor's purse <laughs> taylor's purse and finally just before ryan walks in he opens it and touches the bag with the cash but then a door shuts he instead of being caught sitting from the purse he decides he wants to be caught stealing alcohol. So he pours Sandy's, I assume, fancy alcohol into a flask. Which, let's be clear, is is a great cover for Voychuk. <laughs> he's, he's like, no one will believe I was in here for no reason. <laughs> so I'll be in here for a better bad reason. <laughs> the lesser of two evils. And Ryan's like, huh. And then Voychuk's like, what? You can get mad at me for drinking? <laughs> and Ryan's like... I don't care if you drink. Just be nice to my friend. Don't cheat on Marissa. Don't wreck her prom. I will kick your ass. Please be cool. And Vortex's like, ah, had sex with your girlfriend. And Ryan's like, yeah. Yeah, you sure did. <laughs> Everyone's over that except for you, guy. <laughs> You're the only one who still thinks that's something important. My Johnny was my friend, too. Stop bringing these things up, man. Dude, we're all moving on with our lives. Man, I don't know if you're if you're complex or just an idiot, but... Are you both? <laughs> Could be both, I guess. Oh my god, Kevin. It's time for prom. It's a pirate prom. It is... <laughs> I do like... Marissa does say, this is way more impressive than anything I've ever done. And Taylor responds with, thank you, I've been telling everyone that all year. I mean, and of course it is. Taylor has obviously been working on this for months. Marissa consistently forgets about things until the day beforehand. Like, Taylor obviously had a prom committee <laughs> yeah. and pulled in favors. Instead of instead of Marissa being like, hey guys, we gotta do we gotta do prom tomorrow. We have to go to the school right now and put things up. I <laughs> they just sprung this on me. <laughs> I, it's not like there's some sort of calendar. That it says when these things happen. And it's not like I could have gotten, like, you know, a general timeline from the person who organized prom last year. No, it's just me. I'm doing the best I can. I'm trying, guys. I'm going to drop out of school now. <laughs> I already got into Brown. <laughs> 
so we get a, we get a, once again a few quick things from each character. Summer wants one of a drink. Yeah, well, she wants Voychuk to spike the punch. And instead, she just takes his flask. <laughs> I think both things happen, kind <laughs> of. Too. Though we never see if the, if the punch actually got spiked. We have a super weird scene where Taylor Townstead talks to a girl. Named Lisa. And she says to this girl, oh my god, I'm so glad you can make it back for prom. Yeah, she apparently was on American, American Idol. Idol. So he she asks about like finding a like she ma- she makes some sort of joke. And I don't is this a reference? Is this a guest star? Is this I will tell you right now, she never reappears. What I'm almost wondering is if she, was she like a secondary character who actually went on Idol and then <laughs> maybe she's one of the girls at one of the parties in season 1? I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't get, <laughs> I don't know what this is. <laughs> and then. But it takes up an entire scene that goes on. That has, and it's longer than other scenes. And there's no tag on the end of it like, oh, this is actually showing this. No, it's just. It's just Taylor a, being like, oh, I want to get some nice t-shirts for you, you could my rem- boyfriend. <laughs> you could remove this and nothing would happen. Then Marissa and Voychuk are talking at a food table or something. And he's like, oh, I wish I had my flask back. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go outside and smoke some kush, which is how no teenage boy or 21-year-old boy has spoken ever in the 2000s. This is anyone I believe would say that. It would be Voychuk, though. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. And he's like, you want to come? And Russ is like, no, I'd like to enjoy my prom. No, you know what? We don't have anything in common, Voychuk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I brought you here. I don't know why at any point, like, like any time he does something, she goes, oh, stop. Like... Well, Marissa doesn't want it. She's going to go dance with her friends. But some blonde girl. <laughs> Who for a moment I was like, oh, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, no. No, it's not Jess. You recognize this blonde girl because yeah. she was the lead on 90210. Okay. So you've seen her like on your TV. <laughs> That's why I had a panic attack thinking Jess was back <laughs> again. I recognize her. Oh, no. no. <laughs> it can't be her. No, she's gone. <laughs> we broke the curse. <laughs> she's just some different blonde girl who's like, I would like some pot. He's like, all right, let's go make out somewhere. I'll show you where outside is. (laughs) I'll show you where outside is. (laughs) You may not know this, but there are many doors. (laughs) And he's like, I'm a wizard of doors. (laughs) I know much about doors. I could make my own door right there. (laughs) Let me show you the doormancy that I have spent years crafting. Doors, doors everywhere. It's a useless skill. You might, some might say that the lips are just the door for the mouth. Ooh. Ooh. That's why I'm so... (laughs) So he walks out. Then there's another shot of Taylor's purse. Because she very loudly at one point was like, I'm going to go put this down. Party time. Yeah, yeah. (sighs) So then we cover the adults. And the adults are having their own classy drinking. They're reminiscing about when the kids were little, when Summer and Marissa met in kindergarten, when Seth wanted to be only called Boba Fett, which was when he was like nine or ten. <laughs> uh, but the the main thing that happens is that Neil gets a uh, gets a phone call. It's, I, it's from a colleague. I just want to point out that Julie does not get mad when Neil gets a work call in the I middle also, of party. I also wanted to point that out that <laughs> that weirdly enough it's not mentioned that that does not freak Julie out and nor does it freak Kirsten out. Despite the fact that if Sandy got a work call she's like oh my god. Yeah, if, if, oh my god. If Sandy had gotten a work call at that dinner 
Oh, oh you, you can imagine the eyes that Kirsten would have... She would have been drinking heavily. Because, my God, he would have to leave the table for a little while. He made it to the dinner. <laughs> he stuck to his promise. Once again, at no point does it actually seem like his work life is impacting them. The only time he has ever been shown to miss anything was driving the boys to the airport. But that's after Christian was already mad at him. Yeah. And also, it does not take two parents to drive the boys to the airport to go to a college visit. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. They're not going away to college. Yeah. In fact, some Marissa had no parents take them. <laughs> exactly. And he missed that one dinner. We have only saw him missing the one dinner where he didn't have cell reception. He was saving Matt from being <laughs> murdered. Yeah. 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 Anyway, Neil goes to take his doctor phone call. <gasps> oh, no. It's about Sandy. He stares at Sandy through the glass and says, can I tell him? And I think the person on the other side of the phone says no. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to tell. But Neil decides. Neil will tell him. But not yet. Because right. we got to go. I'm back to prom. The kids dance at the prom. There's various states of dance. There's some nice dance. There's some drunken dance. My favorite thing is Big Korea dances by waving at people. <laughs> <laughs> I love Big Korea. He gets no dialogue. The, the, the fact. The fact that Big Korea does not, does not bust out some K-pop, like, boy dancing is frankly infuriating. Well, he has this drunk girl kind of dancing up on him at all times. Yeah, that's why he just waves. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hello, everybody. He's waving like a president at a speech. I'm K-pop. Like, not really waving, but, like, has his hands up to be like, yes, yes, everyone settle down. He's settle like down. a Vita. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't cry for me, Argentina, <laughs> for I am Big Korea. <laughs> And it'd be weird if you did. <laughs> I am not Argentinian. I am Korean. South Korean. Be very clear about that. K-pop. K-pop. Uh, Seth, who was dancing with Summer, notices that uh, Anna, no, that um, Summer, oh, Seth, who was dancing with Anna, notices that Summer, character names. Is drunk. Yeah, he's like, maybe I should talk to her. Hmm. Mm. It's interrupted. Yeah. It's time for Taylor to give a speech. <laughs> Okay, well, it's actually time for Taylor to announce the king and the queen of prom. Yeah. But she also wants to be like, I have worked so hard. Why won't you guys love me? Now, of course, she cannot be the prom queen. Prom queen uh, but she can make her best friend prom queen. <laughs> and I do wonder why a student is in charge of this. I mean, I get it. They didn't want to pay an adult <laughs> to speak. I mean, also, it's... It's Taylor Townsend. <laughs> she may have just demanded. Yeah, she may have just been like, no, I'm going to do it. So her best friend does win. Summer is once again prom queen, and they are saved from having to announce a prom king by Summer giving a drunk speech <laughs> and then falling off the stage. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Kevin, what did you learn this week? Well, I looked up a little bit of information about the Marissa's favorite movie, favorite musical, The Sound of Music. Ooh. Uh, if you remember why she likes that music, she saw herself as Liesel. Yeah, she wanted to be 16 going on 17 forever. Yep. And uh, she wanted to, she, she loved her and her, uh, I think it was a, he was a newsboy at the beginning or something like that. Delivery boy? Delivery boy, something like that. He becomes Hitler Youth is the very yeah. important thing you should realize about him. Is that the if, if you don't if you don't know the the plot of the sound of music, is mostly there's a family 
They sing together. They live in Austria. They live in Austria. And when the Nazis happen, they go, oh, no. But not everyone around them does it, including <laughs> including Liesl's boyfriend. Well, you know, it's hard when you're young and impressionable and very handsome and blonde. Yeah. Um, I still think that's hilarious that that her, <laughs> that this might even be called the surf Nazi, her her dream her boyfriend. dream boyfriend it's also a nazi so I, but he does let them go when they escape after they sing yeah that's a whole thing <laughs> anyway did you know the sound of music is based on a true story i did it's based on maria von trapp's memoir the story of the trapp family sing- singers published in 1949 to help promote her family singing group following the death of her husband george uh did you know it was on the first film of that no yeah, so in 1956, um, it was sold to a German producer, because Hollywood producers had tried to get it before, but they literally just wanted the title. <laughs> they wanted and, to make up their own story. And Maria was like, no. <laughs> it needs to be about... <laughs> it, needs to be the full, it needs to be the full story. So a German producer uh, purchased film rights, and they created, uh, they released The Trap Family in West Germany in 1956. And became a major success. And then there's a sequel called The Trap Family in America. (laughs) (laughs) And they became the most successful films in West Germany during the post-war years. And it wasn't until, like, I guess, (laughs) it wasn't until, like, the the German one was released that the Paramount Pictures actually bought the, uh, the like, like, you know, an English language version of it. And then, of course, that didn't come out until 1965. So when did um, Rodgers and Hammerstein write the stage musical? Because I thought the stage musical came first. Um, it was... That's that's what I was also looking up with that. Um, it was... It, that was 1959. So that was after um, United States, uh, Paramount Pictures purchased the film rights. They wanted to do one with Audrey Hepburn as Maria. Mm. Um, and after, so this would have been... Just after the sequel, The Trap Family in America was released. Then um, uh, the musical opened on uh, November 16th, 1959. Uh, and then, of course, um, it was rebought by 20th Century Fox to for purchase the film adaptation rights um, of the stage musical. Ah. So the way that it happened is that they, didn't, they did not buy the rights for the story, like the original story. It went through a whole bunch of, like, you know, different processes and different things like that until... 20th Century Fox bought the rights to the, the music, stage musical. The stage musical. And that's how they worked around it. Yeah. And then, of course, it became a very popular Beautiful movie. Christopher Plummer playing Captain Von Trapp. Yep. Uh, who ended up playing Maria? Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews, right. Because they thought she was more wholesome. Yes. Audrey Hepburn was too beautiful, <laughs> despite the fact that Audrey Hepburn was, you know, a flower girl in uh, My Fair Lady. But yeah. Julie Andrews did her own singing. Yeah, um, it, so it was, so yeah, so it, it was this huge process of like being bought by, um, you know, Germans made into that, Paramount Pictures almost doing it, uh, and then, oh, one of the directors directors that intended to do the, the original Paramount Pictures one proposed the story as a stage musical for Mary Martin, and ah. then, and then uh, the producers eventually went through a whole bunch of people, hired some other playwrights, um, and then eventually... They approached Richard Rodgers and Oscar, and Oscar Hammerstein II to compose one song for the musical, and then they... <laughs> they just did the entire thing. <laughs> did the thing. Um, Mary Martin was the original Peter Pan on Broadway. Interesting. In Peter Pan the musical. Yeah. So, yeah. I thought that was an interesting thing yeah. about... Uh, that is a... I'm 
surprised by how quickly Germany, yeah. of all countries, jumped on that story. Yeah, they're like, yeah, all right, yeah, let's do this one. And I would be interested to see how the story is told in Germany. Yeah. I like that two years later they did a sequel <laughs> called Bunch The Trap Family, Family in, in America. America. That is a very Hollywood thing, and I love that it's not just a Hollywood thing. <laughs> story's popular, you gotta do more story. So as everyone's helping uh, Summer off from the floor... Seth is demanding a moist towelette. He needs a towelette. <laughs> Marissa can't find Kevin. So Teresa's like, Ryan, this is a mess. Maybe we go to the after party now? And Marissa's like, yes, I would very much like the after party now, but I can't find Kevin. So of course, Ryan... Will go find Kevin. <laughs> to go. Oh, because Marissa has to give Summer her crown. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, Ryan always has to be the one to find Kevin. But this does lead to, very quickly before he he goes to do that, Teresa gets a call. It's from her. The guy. And she's like, you know what? I'm at my friend's prom. Yeah. I'm going to tell him to stop bugging me while I'm at my friend's prom. Yeah, because there's no place she'd rather be. And this is a great exp- expression of, like, platonic friendship. Where there once was love, now they're like, this is the way we are now. I'm having fun with my friend. Though there is a possible... <laughs> we'll talk about that when we get to that scene, because that there's, scene there's struck a pos- me. There's a possible reading in there. Um, so Ryan goes to find uh, Voychuk. Uh, I'm, I'm imagining if he's not in a scene with Marissa, he is Voychuk. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. And he is kissing that blonde. <laughs> Very much making out with her. Ron's like, oh, no. And then Marissa comes around the corner and is like, oh, have you found Kevin yet? <laughs> And Ryan's like, nope. Nope, he's not in this direction. He's certainly not in this direction. I already looked this direction. Let me look in that direction as well, Ryan. And Ryan's like, no, I already looked there. It's a one-person job. So (laughs) she finds Voychuk. And she storms up to him, and Ryan pushes, or Ryan, Kevin pushes the blonde. He's like, get away from me. Get out of here. What'd you you do? She's she's trying to cast magic on me. And then Marissa's like, why would you wreck my prom? <laughs> no, you don't understand. The, the lips are doors, and I was simply casting a spell. She is a sorceress. And Marissa's like, no, why? And he turns to her and says, what did you expect? I'm a bad guy. <laughs> you, you thought you could dress me up and change me? And Marissa's like, no. What? <laughs> Sometimes I have fun when we hang out, and so I thought we might have fun. C- clearly I was wrong about you. And he goes, Finally, you're learning. I'm like, oh, God, are we doing the, oh, but he's, it's okay that he's a bad guy because he knows he's a bad guy and he doesn't like it. He was a bad guy because he was sad because he couldn't tie a tie. <laughs> like, that's how this reads. Yeah. And and the, here's, here's, I guess, a note for all the young people out there. Just because someone knows they're a jerk doesn't make them less of a jerk. You know you're a jerk. You actually have more of an obligation to change your behavior. <laughs> and even though, even if you're like, I, I'm an asshole and I hate myself, be like, okay, cool. Try not to be. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this information. Please don't be around me. Also, it's not that hard to not make out with blonde girls. <laughs> you understand, this is who I am. You have to accept it. No, there have been a lot of people who've wanted to make out with me and I've not wanted to make out with them, <laughs> so I've just not. It's funny how that works. Hmm. <laughs> Anyway, Marissa's sad. Ryan gives her a very chaste and platonic half-hug. <laughs> he lets her cry on his shoulder. He pats her lightly on the face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> I told you not to go that way. Well, I think we all saw this coming. Let's head off to see uh, the, the Cohen household once again. Where Julie Cooper tells Kirsten that she really scared her last week. And yeah. she's glad that, you know, things seem cool now. And Kirsten's like, 
Julie, they're not cool. I drank an entire glass of wine. I chugged some Chardonnay, Julie. I chugged Chardonnay. But don't worry. I haven't drank since then, and I've been going to a meeting every single day. I think she also she's all, just has been going to a meeting every single day. Yeah. So. Which, which feels like that lines up pretty well with also the fact that Sandy has to be at work. Yeah. So. <laughs> you tell me she's never missed anything for one of her AA meetings? Not saying that she should skip an AA meeting to no, miss something. But. but, like, sometimes you have commitments <laughs> in your life. Anyway. Julie's, Julie's like, oh, my God, you have to tell your husband. Like, what? He needs to support you. <laughs> what? Am I going to tell him the stress of our marriage triggered my alcoholism? I won't use my alcoholism to blackmail him to save our marriage. And Julie, <laughs> Julie Cooper Nichols, of all people, looks at Kirsten skeptically and is like, <laughs> What? <laughs> I couldn't help but look at Julie, at Kirsten skeptically. I'm like, wait, hold on. You you think so little of Sandy Cohen that you think that if you tell him that you are stressed out and possibly drinking. That you are struggling and you need support. <laughs> that he will think you are blackmailing him into. I swear, Sandy has no idea the marital <laughs> problems no, not not to the level that they are. Like, I think he's things like, okay, she's upset about a few things. I'm going to have to tell her about all this stuff that's going on. But I don't know how to. And he may even be thinking, like, I don't want to put this on her. She, t- I, I don't want to stress her out. She's just coming back from being an alcoholic. And she said she couldn't deal with the Newport group. So I have to. I don't want to tell her. I can't her. force her to deal with the Newport group. But instead, it's. It, now, he's, he's not perfect. No. This is a. This is a storyline of two human beings who need to talk to each other. Unfortunately, they've written Kirsten in such a way that she's just a harpy. Yeah, she's it's it's wild the the thought process we're supposed to think that she's having of like like no, if I tell them that I'm having problems, like it's it, this is this sounds like if if she's supposed to be in the right there, this is incredibly harmful. Like mm. thought process, be like, oh, I I can't tell him that I'm having problems because it's tricking them. Like it's tricking him into being nice to me. I I, I can't handle whatever this storyline is thinking that <laughs> it yeah. should be. Let's go to the after party. Let's go to someplace fun. The after party is in full swing at the bait shop, and it cray. Taylor is trying her best to keep this place clean. And apparently the bait shop just gave themselves over to teenagers, and there is no staff on the inside. Because you think the staff would That's be... That's the only thing I can imagine. Like, she somehow, like, rented out the building from the landlord. <laughs> and they were, weren't like, well, yeah, well, we need some of our own people there although there is apparently a bouncer because ryan comes in and he says that he made arrangements with the guy at the door to keep Voychuk out it's just a guy he's <laughs> <laughs> just like some kid some guy who was standing there's like hey uh if you see someone who you might describe as a surf nazi you mean Voychuk? yeah yeah he made marissa cooper sad <gasps> we love marissa cooper she's a harbor treasure <laughs> she doesn't understand that everyone likes her but <laughs> but we all love her don't worry, none of us will let him in. <laughs> it's just like a bunch of like I love the, I love water the, polo guys. I love the thought process that outside of this specific group, everyone absolutely adores Marissa. And they're like, we're all really, really worried for Marissa. And it was really just Taylor who didn't like her before. Yeah. <laughs> which is yeah. true. And, but Marissa being like, oh, everyone will gossip about me. That's, it's, just, it's pretty much just Taylor and Heather. Yeah. <laughs> the only people. Who, I mean, really, the only people we meet who actually dislike her. We have not seen anyone else be mean to her. <laughs> no, it's Taylor. And Taylor had 
some reasons. Taylor's mom was a manipulative harpy. Yep. Um, Heather has no reasons for anything she does. Nope. Nope. But yes, it's just a bunch of water polo guys hanging out outside the bait shop. (laughs) But Marissa is inside being kind of sad. And it's Ryan and Teresa kind of being like, hey. Don't worry. We can still have fun. And Marissa's like... No. I got a drink. No, I can't have fun. You don't understand. Every time I have fun, someone gets hurt. I don't know what it's going for there. She takes a bottle of she, rum. She grabs some random open alcohol. Like her experience with Heather taught her nothing. And this is why I feel like there's no staff there. No bartender would leave. Yeah, it's. I almost thought she was going to take the glass as well. I'm like, Marissa, just think back to last week. Yeah, you. Don't drink you don't ra- know where that came from. Don't drink random drinks. <laughs> and then she slips through some sort of, like, velvet curtain. <laughs> and will when will later appear outside. So, I don't know. Maybe she's learned some of Wojciech's door wizardry. <laughs> right, well, Summer is completely just, like, out of it. She's, she's nursing an early hangover, is what I imagine. And Seth and Anna visit her. And then Anna's like, Seth, it's time for stage three. You don't understand, Seth. This was always the plan. The plan was always to make you two realize how much you needed each other and how you need to tell her the entire truth. So you would both be miserable apart. I'm going to go fly home now. (laughs) If you notice in my book, I have written that Summer will fall off of a pirate ship at a point where you will discover each other and how much you care for each other. Goodbye. (laughs) And she will not be seen again. Nope. She may not have been in the show. Man, I really hope this is the last time. I I, I really like Samara. I, like, I like Anna. I really hope this is the last time she appears in the series. Because this would be <laughs> beautiful her, and magical. I want her last moment to be, I have planned this all out. This was the true, this is the true face of my scheme. Goodbye. <laughs> so she goes. Seth finally tells Summer the truth. Summer loves that truth. It goes amazingly well. Summer's like, oh, yeah. Oh, that was dumb. I get it, but you are going to... <laughs> okay, cool. 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 Like, Seth, of course she would not be angry about any yeah. of this. You you also did try to fix it. You Everything you did in that entire sequence was amazingly, like, tragically romantic. But also didn't really work for you. Now, Summer does try to tell him about the letter she dropped off at his <laughs> Unfortunately, his place. she throws up before she can. Oh, no. And they love each other. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, at the office... Sandy does not read the letter, for he is distracted because Neil pulled him aside... Yeah. ...to tell him that the board has finally figured out that Griffin is garbage. (laughs) There are rumors of impropriety from Dr. Griffin and you. (laughs) And Sandy's like, oh my god, I've known all along, but I didn't know who I could tell. I didn't know who I could trust, Neil. He doesn't say that, but he thinks it. The board is going to suspend Griffin and then pull a criminal investigation on both of them. Now... This is reasonable. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. From the outside, it would seem that Sandy is in on it. Yeah. I feel awful for Sandy because Sandy kept telling Griffin to quit and he didn't know who he could trust. He didn't know if the entire board was in on this. I mean, for as as far as we know, the board still is corrupt. It's just that Griffin got caught. And they're just throwing him under the bus. Throwing him under the bus. I two things here one i do believe that if the person said yes you can tell sandy then it probably is they probably aren't too focused on sandy Mm -hmm. and two i don't think sandy did other than being aware of griffin 
and not coming forward, which is, don't get me wrong, not a great thing. Yeah, I don't know what don't Sandy think, could have done. I don't think he did actually any crimes. He just knew Griffin did them and didn't come forward with them. Unless he did, because it was very unclear, unless he took the deal for the development around the hospital that, though that deal was very in my mind i couldn't quite figure out what that what did that because he wasn't bribing him with the money he said if we do this we will we'll also give de- you the development deal for this other thing and that would be a that'd be taking a bribe that would, be, that would be taking a bribe but how could you prove that also no, there's no way any of that is settled yet because it's only been like a week since griffin made that deal yeah so i'm very interested to see what the how this shakes out. How this show's going to shake it out. But it wasn't. They have not shown Sandy do, being 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 malicious enough for me to to be super worried about this. Unless if the show starts pulling things up. Or if Griffin starts trying to... <laughs> shift blame. But if he does shift blame, Sandy has proof. Well, and the only, the only bad things that Sandy and, Sandy and Matt were shown to be doing on mm. the show, I think, unless I've missed something, yeah. is they had the stripper party. It's true. And then um, um, Sandy asked Maya to ask her dad to meet with him again and though, change his mind. Though I, I I would say the first one is probably the one that's most could be seen as something But illegal. that wasn't with Griffin. That was with the other board, like You're, the non-doctor board. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I'm interested to see what this show is going to say is, is going, going on. to say is going on because it. Because it did not feel like they made Sandy go dark enough for me to be truly worried about this. Yeah, I didn't think Sandy was doing any crime at all. Yeah, the only thing that I am worried about is if the show is going to pull some nonsense, which is a weird thing to feel like. But that's the thing the show would do. Because the best thing I can think of is that, that Griffin will attempt to be like, no, it was all him. He was, he's he a bad, forced me he's a bad to... person. But then, of course, we know Sandy has the evidence yeah. from Matt. And it'll be like, well, boom. Yeah, because Matt had nothing on Sandy. Matt only had stuff on Griffin. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So we'll see what happens there. Meanwhile, Marissa is sad standing on the pier while this Here's to American Girls song that played earlier in the episode plays again. (laughs) And she drinks her alcohol and then she throws away her corsage. Meanwhile, (laughs) Teresa and Ryan talk. And this is the scene that I think you were wondering about. Yeah. Where Teresa says that Marissa has changed. She's much stronger than she was. Mm True. True. And that Ryan has changed, too, because old Ryan would have just punched Voychuk in the face. No yeah. worries about it. Yeah. And then they talk. And... Well, okay, so they talk, and they have a bit of a moment, and Ryan's kind of like, hmm, I kind of feel something here. And Teresa says, it can never be casual between us. We have too much history. Yeah. So we could hook up tonight, but we can't just do a one-night hookup. And then she kisses Ryan on the cheek. And I... I thought she was going to kiss him on the matte lips, and then something happens. No, I thought it was because she kissed him on the cheek earlier, and this was like the exact same movement. So this really seemed to me like this was an acknowledgement of we had our time; our time is never coming again. Maybe it's really. I think. I think the entire. I think the the point was to leave it strangely vague. That may have been the point. I feel like they did a bad job from my <laughs> perspective. No, I because 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 earlier when she was also talking to the guy. The the way that because she was talking about like oh this is a guy I like and you know I'll um and when Ryan's like oh you know you know you, you can tell him he's like no I, there's no place I'd rather be 
And that's where I'm going to tell him. That really also sort of feels like you're being like, I have chosen you, Ryan. It, the problem is that it's – the problem is, is that mm-hmm. it's too vague that two people who could watch the show can't dis- – or maybe that's the point. I'm sure that's the point. Yeah. Is it just- I just – Summer or Summer. Yeah. Teresa and Ryan always did have really, really good chemistry. Yeah. And it is gone now. And I think the actors had to make a choice to not have that kind of like – sexual chemistry yeah. they used to have it may be the sort of thing where like or the writers could have had one idea about the scene and the actors could have had another yeah, maybe it, I, I think really what it's come down to is that because we're getting so close to the end of the the season they don't want to I mean we've said this with Ryan many times Ryan's entire storyline so far have been like very self-contained this mm-hmm. is the first time I think one has carried on from one episode to the other mm-hmm. so I think that pretty pretty much at the end of the season they're like let's leave a few things hanging in the air see if like you know the Ryan Teresa thing is leave that let's try to leave that very like in the middle and we'll we'll crash down on one side eventually well we're not going to agree about this and we don't have to because <laughs> Taylor Townsend screams her little face off <laughs> I I I don't I don't know understand why. <laughs> so she screams like she's found a dead body. And what she has found is the five thousand dollars that she has been carrying around in cash in her purse has been stolen. Why isn't that? Why, why is, didn't she give that money to the bait shop? Is there no one there? <laughs> like what? Why did why didn't they take that money beforehand? Like that money is to pay for the. Like, and I understand the idea of being like, oh, they'll invoice her. But if she's being like, no, no, I'll bring the cash to the place then. Unless she paid for all of it on her credit card. And now she needs to deposit this cash. I mean, maybe. Now, I don't want to blame. I don't want to do any victim blaming here. She's been leaving that purse around everywhere. <laughs> Loudly announcing, let me put my purse down in this place. And even if only Voidcheck and other people knew about it, she also has just been leaving a purse, something that is known to have money in it, <laughs> just lying around. And I also, why did she bring all $5,000? Because there's no way all 100 people who are there paid today. <laughs> ah, who knows? <laughs> anyway, Ryan knows where that money is. Ryan knows exactly where it is. <laughs> so he says, don't call the police. I'll get it back. So he goes to Voychuk. And Voychuk goes, oh, you'll probably think I'm an idiot making out with this girl where Marissa will see me, stealing money you know that will get back to me. Can I just say, one thing I do want to say about the, the Teresa and Ryan thing is that I will say the sexual tension in this scene is a lot higher than it was in any Teresa and Ryan scene. <laughs> and Ryan is like, I just, I don't care if you're an idiot or not. I don't think about you. And then Voidcheck's like, fight me. Come on, fight me. <laughs> hey, hey, you're just mad at me because you know next week I have Marissa on her back. Fight me, and fight like, me. Wait. Was this entire back half of the season just a long con to get Ryan to punch you in the face again? <laughs> that is really, really what it, what it feels like. Is that, that this entire, not even just the back half, this entire season has been about how much Voidchuck really is really into Ryan and cannot deal with those emotions, so he wants to fight him. So Ryan goes <laughs> over, he takes the money... Voychuk kind of comes at him, so he punches him once and is like, dude, I am so done with you. And then Voychuk throws a beer bottle at his head. <laughs> and then they just start 
fighting. This fight is very bad. It is a very bad fight. They're just being people being thrown around, going through things. And then Voychuk picks up his phone, for he too has a wall is a, phone. But is it a phone? I think it's just a weird. Like, I thought it was like a yellow rotary dial phone. No, I think I think I think it was just like like a weird art piece he had. But but the but it doesn't matter exactly what the it is. The throwback is to when Trey tried clear. to beat Ryan but with a phone. Th- but this time, <laughs> Ryan wins. And then he's like. Oh no, I did not want that. It completely knocks Wojciech out. And gives him a few punches after he's unconscious. It's really brutal. The thing is, though, Wojciech threw a beer bottle at his head. (laughs) Wojciech has wanted one thing, which is to fight Ryan. And Wojciech, I guess, is... Like, I think if someone threw a beer bottle at my head, I would probably punch them. And I've never been in a fight in my life. Yeah. I think your adrenaline fear response would just... Well, I'm more more than that. It reached the point where Wojciech was clearly going to bash his head in with a... <laughs> with an art piece and or phone. I, I... Like, I... Ryan, do not feel bad for yourself. Never has one human being been more baited <laughs> this, than this... you were. Yeah, you've had an entire year of being baited by this weirdo surfer guy. I... Uh, okay, then the the episode ends. Yeah. I cannot believe, and I hope that it doesn't go the path where Marissa feels bad for Voychuk. <laughs> like, no, I understand now. He's just so full of... <sighs> Emotions? Yeah. Like, He's full of something. Like, I'm imagining that, I'm imagining that's the path, and I hate that path. Well, at least this time no one got shot. At least, no, no one got shot. And in, and once again, in a way, Wojciech got exactly what he wanted. He wanted to fight Ryan. And he got to. <laughs> he, he did look weirdly happy while that was going on. Yeah. He's like, this is my dream. This is what I deserve. Finally, the Wojciech arc is coming to its end. <laughs> now I can close all those doors. I don't need them anymore. <laughs> yeah. They say that when one door closes, you create many more open (laughs) doors, and you can walk through any of them. The doormaster that I am. So, Aaron. Yes, Kevin. In this episode, did you find yourself a CW moment? Did I find a CW moment? Did I find a moment where Logic spent six months beating a poor sweet boy into exactly what it wanted, which was drama? I did. And because I get to go first, I'm taking the obvious one. Yeah. Taylor Townstead keeping $5,000 in cash in her purse. (laughs) And just leaving it unattended. Everywhere. The fact that it wasn't stolen at the prom by just anybody. Well, I was kind of thinking, because, I mean, you knew it was going to get stolen. They showed that purse so many times and had her saying, oh, I'm putting my purse down. Yeah. I was kind of thinking someone else was going to steal it and they were going to blame Wojciech and that was going to be his breaking point. But instead, no. It's just that Wojciech did exactly what everyone knew he was going to well, do. everyone. Every viewer knew, knew he was he going was to do. do. As soon as he first saw it. Yeah. I, I don't know why it made it seem like he was hemming and hawing over. He just wanted to wait until all the money was in that wallet. It feels like Wojciech has a lot of false complexity where they're like, oh, he's so complex. I'm like, I don't think he is. No, I think he's just someone who wants to see the world burn. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Though, what, once again, a little bit on Taylor for ha- for knowing she has five thousand dollars in her in her purse. And at the prom, she did just like leave it on a barrel somewhere. Yeah, it was not near anyone. And even if you didn't know there was five thousand dollars in the purse, some someone could still be like, 
Hmm. I mean, I, I guess there's 20 bucks in there. I mean, I guess the I guess they're, kids are they're all at rich. Harbor High, so maybe none of them will care. But they have dates. Yeah, well, and and also you can't be sure that a rich kid won't just be like, yeah, no, I'm gonna do it anyways. Remember when Caitlin stole all of that abortion money that was not for an abortion? It was just yeah. for coming home. Remember when, when, remember when Marissa stole the money from her mom's purse oh, for yeah. beer? Then yeah, nothing ever came with that. You can't leave a person attended around Coopers. <laughs> I guess really that's the that's the problem, not the Voychuk. It's true, not the Voychucks of the world, it's the Coopers of the world. Kevin, did you find a CW moment? Yeah, my CW moment is when uh, when Taylor ascended the pirate ship to give her uh, speech on who who twas it that is now the uh, the the queen of the prom. Uh, and just some random dude in the audience is like, you suck. Well, remember when there was that one guy who always heckled her at the lock-in? That's what I, I was thinking. the same guy. It's the same guy. <laughs> and, I and, and this time nobody joins in with him. But one <laughs> dude decides to heckle Taylor. And I'm like, man, she's going to murder him. I thought the scream was she murdered him. <laughs> she's like, he just laughed at me one too many times. <laughs> there is no... Everything Taylor does in this episode, other than anything related to her putting putting that purse down against over, she means nothing. But she has so much business. She talks to that Lisa person. She she gets heckled by this dude. She has to deal with some guys trying to just steal alcohol. I think. Oh yes, yeah. She's like, hey, we need my my security deposit back. Yeah, she she's got a lot of business, but none of it really means anything. She's just there, so we remember to care about her. <laughs> And we do care about you, Taylor. We do. We do. Even though you did that weird PSA at the beginning. <laughs> it almost seems like Taylor Townsend, the character, watched the TV show and was like, oh, no. I People kn- need to know. It is an interesting choice to choose Taylor Townsend to do. The, the, the one who had an affair with a teacher. And she doesn't say, hi, I'm Autumn Reeser. I play Taylor Townsend. No. <laughs> no, it's just, you, at a, at a, for a moment there, you're just like, oh, she's just doing a voiceover? Because there's a shot of her talking talking to like summer and and a few times i'm like are these lines from the show no no and then andrew they're looking at you and talking to you being like, like ah. boy we sure had a lot of fun being on this tv show but teens you either don't have sex or have safe sex use protection every time babies aren't as fun as we make them seem on the oc you know that one baby that, that one, you saw once that one baby that one baby. We are almost done. Yeah. the We have two, what, two more episodes? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's almost there. Man, it's going to be a, it's going to be a wild two episodes, I can imagine. It's they pro- got a lot to cram in there. They got a lot that they got, a lot that they got to get into. You know, that's another reason why I don't think this thing with Sandy is going to be that serious. They only have two episodes to do stuff with it. Yeah, so I imagine one episode is him going to be getting in trouble, and the other episode is him going to be getting out of it. He's going to talk to Kirsten, and they'll well, get out of trouble together. I mean, if there's anything we know of, they do sometimes end seasons with big things. So it's the season end could be... It could be him being like, I never liked the Newport group. No, I'm going to do something that's not the Newport group. I've noticed that my wife doesn't like when I work. <laughs> when my attention is on something that is not her and the family, she gets very, very alcoholic. So I'm going to allow Kirsten to work again <laughs> with her dating business. 
And I shall return to my how, roots how as is a beach she, lawyer. How is she not constantly busy running her own dating business? They throw parties. Like, they throw mixers and stuff. <laughs> but which the, is at nighttime. But we've seen them do work. It's so, it's so weird. <gasps> Maybe that's why she's mad. She works at night. Sandy works during the day. Why can't they work at the same time? Sandy's home every night. <laughs> but she's not home. <sighs> she's doing dating work. Man, we can't get into the relationship more. <laughs> I don't mean to be on Sandy's side. Like... But he's just written – his motivations are so much clearer than, than, hers. than hers. Yeah. Because cause we don't want to make it seem like, oh, yeah, oh, crazy women be crazy. We don't want to make it seem like that because it's definitely not it. But she it's is written the, that way. The writing of Kirsten be crazy. <laughs> yeah. And we've talked about this last week when we were like, no, no, there's lots of awesome female characters on the show. Smart. Functional. Filled with rage blackouts. I mean, or sometimes you get an Anna who is like some weird puppet master. Like Taylor Townsend, crazy character, very quirky, very fun. Motivations make sense. (laughs) Of all things she has, her motivations make sense. Well. All right, well, hey, if you, uh... If you like this, if you agree with us, if you disagree with us, you should uh, give us a rating, review, subscription on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you find us. Or share your opinions with us on social media. We are Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA, on Twitter and Instagram. Or you can email us with your diatribes about how Kirsten's writing B. Cray at uh, podcastmoa at gmail.com. And we will see you next week for more OC. OC. What's going to happen with Sandy Fine Seth's confession? What will come to light in the criminal investigation? So, Ron and Teresa. Mm-hmm. For answers to all this and more, join us next week on Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fancast? <laughs>